Once you become a parent, even to one child, you quickly realize things aren't what you always thought they were going to be. Should you choose to proceed past the blessing of the first angel you were gifted with, the more children you have, the more you grasp the absolute reality of how things aren't. I think it's a natural part of growing up to think about what your life might be like as an adult. Girls certainly spend more time dreaming of what their house, children, family and life will look like. The perfect rows of flowers coming up the curvy, stone front walk to the red brick porch, with a swing and a stark front door of an eye-catching color. The bouncing, happy children with pristine angelic faces, hair done in bows, matching outfits, and ready to greet any newcomer with a smile. My husband dreamed of what his life would be like as an adult as well, though I found his dreams to be less about the warm and fuzzy, and more about the fun parts of adult life. Slightly different than what I had imagined, his dreams mostly centered on jet skis and a fishing boat, pulled on a shiny trailer by the biggest, baddest, loudest F-150 he could possibly get his hands on. Cue this dream on an at least weekly basis, add me in a bikini handing out beers on the fishing boat, and you've clearly nailed his childhood fantasy for what adult life will be like. When you arrive at our home, you won't see a row of flowers. Unless it's those few days in spring when the four plants that didn't get killed by either the winter frost, blazing heat in summer, lack of water, or little hands pulling the buds off, are able to stifle up a small bloom for a short time before dying on their own or going back into hiding. See above for the list of logical reasons this occurs so quickly after blooming. Weeds though, we do have an abundance of those. If I sit on the front porch, on our wooden bench that is peeling due to water and sun damage, but we don't have time to refinish, close my eyes and take deep refreshing breaths, I can almost picture them all as flowers. I could pull it off. There is such a variety, various sizes and shapes, some colorful. The kids believe me when I tell them it's our garden. I keep telling myself when I pass by that beneath the first couple layers of weeds there are probably definitely some sprouts. As soon as I get out there to get some weeding done, it'll be fantastic. Close to how I dreamed it would be. You also won't find bouncing, pristine children. We have had six children in our home for the last several months. Two of them are adopted, one is our biological child, and we have three foster children. The oldest is six years old and the youngest is two months old. At any given time upon entry to our home, you'd be lucky to find even half of them fully dressed. I tried for the longest time to keep the staying dressed routine going and finally succumbed to the six of them. My biological child likes pajamas. Only. He would literally wear them 24-7 if I let him, and sometimes he does for a few days at a time. I do make him at least put a new pair on once a day before bedtime. Sometimes. Two of the foster children are 18-month-old girls, and the latest and greatest craze for them is taking things off. End of story. At this point, I'm happy if I can even keep a diaper on them. We have a comfortable home with four bedrooms and three bathrooms. Two bathrooms is something we gave up three kids ago. The master bathroom is ours. We try to keep it that way as often and for as long as possible on any given day. It's not that I mind sharing, but every parent knows the reality of taking those five minutes of peace and pretending it's actually taking you that long to use the bathroom, just so you can have a few moments without hearing your name. There's just something not as refreshing about those few moments when you've slipped on a race car on the way in, found a piece to something that questionably could be important and you'd better save, discovered the half of a pancake that you forgot one of them had disappeared with and come back without earlier in the day, only to sit down and discover that the seat is wet. Seriously? It's wet. I don't want to know. Just press on. The difficult part about our home, 
which we adore, is that it is literally impossible to keep the entire thing clean for any length of time at any given time. Somehow, as a teenager and even young adult, I always pictured myself in a sports car. I don't know why, because I always knew I wanted to have kids. The reality of that picture didn't set in, I guess, until after the first child. Having a sports car, or anything nice, really, with children is like eating a mustard and jelly sandwich. In short, it would only take you one try to realize there is no way in hell you're ever going to attempt that again. After the first four kids, and quite a bit of convincing on my part, my husband trade his F-150 and his manhood for a minivan. Yeah. A minivan. We had three car seats in the back of the truck, and one between us in the front middle seat. This means the following, at minimum, little arms grabbing the steering wheel, moving the rearview mirror, dumping the cup of coffee from the cup holder in front of them, reaching for the mascara, and taking french fries out of your container while you dig for something under the seat and then come back up wondering if you'd really eaten that many already. It doesn't work. When we first got the minivan, it was his baby. Sparkling clean, washed regularly, vacuumed at least weekly, no drinks allowed on the new upholstery, just enough toys to keep people occupied and still fit in the center console in case, the unlikely event, any adults are ever in the van, etc. A couple years and two additional kids later. It's more like what you'd see at a yard sale or lost and found. The screaming little people quickly outweigh the need for no drinks or snacks in the car. At this point, the good news is if you are in a rush and run out the door without snacks, there are plenty of goldfish and Cheerios in the car seats and under the benches to keep at least three little people occupied for a short ride somewhere. The cleaning idea was good for a minute. It's just so discouraging to spend so much time only to get in the car the very next time. Seriously. How did they get so many fingerprints on every inch two of the window? There is a constant glossy film over the majority of each of the windows in the back. In hindsight, we probably didn't need to pay extra for the tinting. But once again. What did we know? I used to have pastimes and hobbies, until I so deeply understood the reality that laundry is actually something that can consume your entire life. Eight people creates an abundance of things to wash, and that is an understatement. The new baby alone can generate a load of laundry on his own in one day, depending on what kind of day it is. There is a constant flow of clothes in the washer and dryer, a load on the couch waiting to be folded, a load on the couch that is folded but hasn't been put away yet, loads that have made it to the bedrooms but not actually into the drawers, and sometimes some clothes in the drawers. Which leads me back to not really caring whether they're all dressed at any given time. Hangers? Oh my god. I bought so many of those colored, baby-sized, pink and blue hangers when I first had kids. They're in a box. Somewhere. And then, of course, there's the kitchen. A focal point of any family, as mealtimes are important and mommy is almost always in the kitchen due to the fact that one, at minimum, person needs to eat at any given time of day. Everything is not stainless steel. In fact, on the contrary, I don't think any one of our appliances are the same color. Over the years, things have had to be replaced. A car payment, baby formula and several boxes of diapers have taken the cake over replacing with stainless steel appliances. Every time. It's okay. At this point, everything works and I don't have to wash dishes, which I'm eternally thankful for. See hangers, above. Dishes follow the same protocol. Paper plates are cheap, quick and easy. In spite of it all, not a day goes by that I don't go to bed happy. 
I wouldn't trade any of it for even one of the beautiful chubby faces I get to squeeze and love on every day. They're our whole world. Every sacrifice we have made pales in comparison to how rewarding it is to be around these little people. In my greatest moments of need for mental sanity, there is always a good box of Girl Scout cookies handy to save the day. I'll never forget the last time I popped one of those boxes out and opened it up, ready for the chocolate and peanut buttery goodness, at the end of a long day, surrounded by toys, crumbs, dinner dishes and stuffed animals. Only to find that every single cookie left in the box had a toddler-sized bite taken out of it. Ever so carefully placed back in the correct spot. I laughed out loud. And ate them anyways. B. Heart.